Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What do you like in love? Here we go. Here we go. Um, I love love. You love love? <laughs> as cringy and <clears throat> as cringy as that sounds. And I hate that saying. But yeah, I think, again, we're going deep and I'm going spiritual yeah, here. But, yeah, come but on. love is in everything that we do. And it is so multifaceted as a word. We put such an emphasis on the idea that love is just this like feeling between two partners where it's got to be like this, this crazy, romantic, lustful love. And actually it's in everything, but yeah. Do you, do you, when you, do you, have you had that like obsessed love before? For sure. I, I can get obsessed. You can get and obsessed. I think my, my last relationship um, was that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Cause I think I, I want to get into your last relationship because um, you were uh, with Delilah Bell, right? Yes. Delilah correct. Bell Hamlin. That's the one. Uh, very, pretty so I've famous. I've never spoken about this on anything. Have you not? No. Dude, well, listen. Hey, this, no one's listening. This is open space. Let's do it, baby. <laughs> Come on, let's do it. Let's do it, baby. Um, really pretty famous family. Yeah. Especially in the States. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mum, Lisa, Rena, mm-hmm. um, is on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah. Um, that is a, a pretty wild family to be introduced to and go into. You know, from the outside, the relationship looked um, loving mm-hmm. and caring. But what it feels like is maybe there was like too much obsession there, like codependency in a way. Yeah, there was definitely some codependency there, which, you know, is is part of life and learning and growing and even understanding what the fucking word codependency means. Yeah. Um, I think our love started very strong between Delilah and I. Where did um, you guys meet? We met. On Instagram, she DM'd me. Really? She DM'd me going, you're sexy in capital letters. And I was like, the almost like the DM you've always been waiting for from like a fucking hot girl. <laughs> you know? Real. <laughs> that is the greatest present you can get. Literally. And then I spent hours, you know, oh my God, what do I reply here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, then we, we were speaking a little bit. She ended up being in London, took her on a date on her final night. Um, Where'd you go? We went to Chilton, Firehouse. There we go. Yeah. That's a, you know, Take the big guns out. You know, Let's go. Off we go. You want um, the oysters? Let's sit outside underneath the heater. Let's go. <laughs> had this beautiful night together. And then yeah. she went back to LA and I was like, oh my God, like, what do, what do I do here now? How, how, how do I make this work? Luckily I was going to Coachella um, for work with brands. She yeah. was going, we spoke until then. Um, and then we kind of connected at Coachella and that's where our relationship really started. And then it was, a passionate, lustful, 
back and forth from, and it's what introduced me to LA as well. And I have a lot to be grateful for the way that our relationship ended and the codependency. And, you know, there was always that love there until, until there wasn't. Delilah had struggles, Mm. um, had, had her own struggles. Our roles in our relationship changed from lovers to kind of caring for one another. And who was caring for who? Were you caring for her or other way around or? Yeah, you know, I, d- I don't want to say too much because I don't feel like it's my place to talk about her issues, sure. but but the roles changed. And then um, she kind of out of nowhere. And again, I'm not going to go into the details, but like broke up with me after I got to LA, got my visa. We were living together, all of this stuff. And it almost felt like, you know, you, you finally give someone your heart almost. Oh, and it man. just, and and it was... I had, I don't think I'd ever really been in love because I'd never felt pain like it when she broke up with me or we broke up. Um, And it was- The worst feeling in the world. Crazy. Like I smile now because I'm, you know, it's a year on and I've healed and I've, you know, I've done the work on myself, but fuck me. Like I- It's the worst. I yelped like a little baby on the floor on my own in, in this home that all of a sudden- wasn't it wasn't ours wasn't mine and you know as she was out of town at that point and I was looking after her dog which was our dog and I've got this dog there and you know I'm I'm crying and I'm just like broken confused wondering what's what how how did things change so quickly and it it was it was literally like somebody just you know took your heart and just fucking squeezed it like play-doh and it was tough but what did, what did she say? She what would did she just did she call you up and say, "Look, this is not working." Yeah, or? we we spoke again. I'm not I'm not going to go into the details. I'm going to push. You can just bat me away. Don't yeah, worry. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you no, just keep I'm, batting me away. I, don't worry. <laughs> you know, I still have a lot of respect for her. We yeah, um, and there will always be some kind of love there. And so I'm not going to go into the real personal parts sure. of it. But she was in a tough place in her life and needed to do that for herself and it also wasn't really fair on me to be in that position even though it didn't feel like it then and so ultimately I had to go her my way and she had to go her way but at that moment in time that I didn't understand it like that and it didn't feel like that because it was so out of the blue and so that is the fucking yes. worst and you know we 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 spoke about our future together and we had all these grand plans and you know a lot of that came from her and then and and you know I convinced myself of a lot of things that I knew deep down I wasn't ready for but I loved her so I was wanted to be so ready for that So you were all in I was I was I was locked in and all of a sudden it was like I'm also in a place that is still unfamiliar to me LA I'd been there I'd spent enough time there but I was focused on my relationship there so I didn't have you know great friends and we broke up and I had, I could have come back to London, but I chose to stay in LA on my own. One, I didn't want to take on anyone else's emotions for my breakup. You know, how, you know, my family, my friends would feel. I didn't, I didn't want that. Oh, she's done this. You should feel like this. I wanted to process it and come to terms with it myself. I also wanted- Wow, I would not be like that. I would lean on any tree that was like next to me to help me with my emotions. I also wanted to prove to myself that LA wasn't all about Delilah. It wasn't all about going there and being with her. And I wanted to prove myself that, you know, 
that I'm strong enough to pick myself back up and fucking carry on with or without her. And ultimately, when I did that, I packed up my stuff and with a week, within a week I was out of there and I had a great friend, Leo, who was there and we moved in a, into a place together. DiCaprio. <laughs> Not quite, sadly. <laughs> a um, great friend. <laughs> and do you know what the mo- one of the most beautiful things truly was, is that I had made friends whilst we were in a relationship, friends that came secondary because my relationship came yeah. first. And there were people who I knew, but didn't know that well, that stepped up in ways that were unimaginable. Really? Unimaginable. And people talk about LA as being this dark and cold place where, you know, and maybe it's just my own personal experience, but wow, I saw the good in people. And they are people that are now some of the closest people in my life and that I hold in the highest regard because they stepped up and took me into their friendship groups and, you know, gave me, you know, bed frames and helped me find places to live and, you know, all those things that you don't Mm. think about. But I'm in a foreign city, a fucking expensive city, Mm. you know, trying to figure out my career and mend my broken heart and find somewhere to live. And That is so many anxieties all at once. From an outside point of view, you know, my, my, you know, Sophie, my fiance, Mm -hmm. she, she she follows you both and 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 followed your whole thing and like like loved it all and things like that and the sort of narrative that I would get from her is that Delilah was going through um, a lot of uh, like physical things like Lyme disease and mm-hmm. and and yeah. uh, some illnesses and things like that but there seemed to be a lot of anxiety and stuff and she spoke about it a lot I, I've been in relationships where firstly where I've had anxiety mm-hmm. and things like that and I know it's very difficult for my partner at the time to deal with that yeah. And I've been in relationships where someone else has gone through mm. some really bad stuff and I found it really hard. It's it's pretty hard when you're a partner and the person that you love is going through uh, anxieties, depression, OCDs, insomnias, panic attacks. It's horrendous. Horrendous. And it almost makes you hate life itself because you're like, what the hell is going on here? For sure. And you're so helpless. You yeah. know, I... I put people before myself and I want to help everyone or anyone and especially the people I love. And Mm -hmm. when they're going through that and you can't help them, you feel so helpless. And what works for me doesn't work for somebody else. And then it becomes this, you know, oh, why don't you try this? And, and, And because you're clutching for straws here, you know, you're just trying whatever, which way and it, and it's, to see somebody going through something like that and not being able to help them is 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 the hardest thing. And also then it makes you question your relationship. You know, is this right for me? Is this the future I want? All yeah, of that kind is, of stuff. do I want this, right? It's like- and those, I had those questions all the time because things got p- pretty severe, but I was also never going to walk away from somebody I loved when they were down. At their weakest. At their weakest. And so- but then it's hard for you, right? Because you're yes. like, I was there all this time. And then for suddenly, sure. bang, what the hell is this? But then I say, you know, divine intervention stepped in and did something that I wasn't prepared to do. And maybe it was for the best because, you know, it uh, the relationship was strained on both sides. And she was definitely going through it and struggling exactly. mentally and physically. But it also had then an impact on me because it would it would have an impact on any partner. And so I have to, again, it goes back to that trust and... And that 
belief that there's something fuck knows what it is bigger than me out there that is guiding something and and I trust that and so within all of that pain and let me tell you it was pain there was really necessary learning and growth and I I it's a horrible thing to say but I think everyone needs to know what it feels like to have their heart broken as well Jesus it's the worst thing my my, my fiance Sophie sent me a message <laughs> she um she just she wanted to know uh, she wanted to know. Oh, God. She is she is the <laughs> biggest Real Housewives fan. She said, "What is Lisa Rena like?" <laughs> um, I can probably guess without even. <laughs> yeah, look, oh, she's 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 a she's a lovely lady. She doing um, a reality show for that long must be uh, for sure. And again, I got to know their family from a personal sure. level. I only saw snippets of of her on the show i think again reality we've both been there maybe not to that same extent you're in is she famous famous yeah they're pretty and her dad was an old school hollywood actor oh my god some of of the biggest movies out there like they're they're pretty famous they keep themselves to themselves and they love their work and that's what they love but paparazzi whenever you go out like that yeah the paparazzi in la it's a weird one because it's like if you go somewhere that's known, you're going to get papped and the paps know the cars that you drive. And even though LA is huge, Beverly Hills, West Hollywood, it's kind of small. So, so, you know, they, they catch on. Um, and if you want to be seen, you'll be seen. And if you don't, then, then you're not, but she, she's a nice lady. And the family were lovely to me when I was, when Delilah and I were together. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. No, no, no. There wasn't any bad, but like once we weren't together, you know, it's... That's it. That's it. You're not part of the clan anymore. You know? Jesus, that's brutal. (laughs) It is brutal. Wait, hang on a second. I'm still here. I I get it. I get it. I get it. You know, it is what it is. My family... would be the same. In a sense, were the same, even though, you know, I was the one that was broken up with. Everyone just carried on living their lives. You, You care about your own first, don't you, really? And Delilah's family needed to be there for her and... My family were there for me. And so again, I don't, res- you know, I really, Delilah and I have seen each other since. Um, How is it? We we it kind of had it? this time, this point where we laid our cards on the table and I got a real understanding, which is why I'm not trying, I'm an oversharer generally, but I'm not trying to overshare. It's a good thing, man. I'm an oversharer. It's, it's a great thing to for be. For sure. But I want to respect other people's. Sure. Um, but we had, we laid our cards on the table. I got to say how I felt and what I felt. She got to give me more of reasoning so that I could understand, you know, why she did what she did. And, and, and we kind of, it's in the past now. You get a bit of closure, right? I I got, I never thought I'd get closure. And I came to terms with the fact that I wasn't going to get closure. And I accepted that even though I created all these stories and these grand ideas as to why, what, how, and, you know, like these feelings in my mind, but then once I made peace with not getting closure, I ended up getting the closure that I needed. And ultimately it, it is what it is. And yeah, I get it, dude. Well, one of the bromances you got was with Scott Disick. <laughs> I, I love Scott. Dude, he's, what the hell? He, like, I, I know, mad, <laughs> mad. mad. How did that come about? Delilah's sister was dating Scott for a while and we all, and, and <laughs> we would have this odd FaceTime where like, because the girls would FaceTime each other and we would be there. So we would chat. And then he heard just about- just sitting in the background, hey. Literally. <laughs> yeah. It was super hey, surreal. what's up? Because again, like, you know, 
I'm thrusted into this world. It's exciting as well. Let's come Crazy. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's cause cool. you're in love. You're in love with a hot, uh, hot girl who is super fun. You're in LA. You're with a f- exciting family and Scott Disick, who we grew up with, is there, meeting yeah. crazy people. Um, he then heard that I was on Love Island and decided to binge watch the whole season. <laughs> he did. Or, wait, he, he did. He really? He did. Because he wanted to see what it was about and watch me on and it. And that was why then he messaged. That was the Megan <laughs> he thing. He messaged yeah. Megan. So he binged it and then messaged he Megan. It. Yes. And that's why people were so confused. And again, thought it was. No, none of us, none of us commented on it or anything. And yeah. Megan had her fun with it, whatnot. But he was so fucking angry that I was disrespected because he got to know me as who I am yeah. and what he thought I was and he was like how dare this girl treat him like that and to him he was watching it in re- as real time as he possible he must have been high it at was- the time because honestly <laughs> that is wild episode after episode and you know there's something so like great about him because I don't think he sometimes he forgets who he is because he's just a normal person at the yeah, end of the day understand the, and the, he thought the, the fuck fame it, and stuff. I love this guy I'm gonna go and send a message and stick up for him not realizing that Megan as famous as she is from Love Island getting a message from Scott Disick who is you know a whole different realm yeah is then going to go and post it. And then there was this whole media <laughs> storm of what happened. Did he I'll write it from Scott's phone? How has this come about? All of this stuff. And we were, we hadn't even met at that time, Scott and I, we were just FaceTiming because of the girls. And so he was defending you and you hadn't, that it was, was hilarious. Yes, yeah. And, oh and again, he was there for me in the breakup. Um, was he? Yeah, he was, he was. And you know, I, he's, he's a fucking character. Yeah, I can imagine, seen. man. I can imagine. Um, but he's got a heart of gold. What do you what do you think of it? Do you do you, you now spend your time between London and LA? Mm-hmm. What do you and you you've obviously experienced LA not that I I was in LA for about 2 months and I really liked it. But I found it um honestly and this is such a cliche I found it a bit soulless. That's yeah. what I truthfully found it a little bit. I didn't fu- and I lo- I lived in Los Feliz. Nice, yeah, quirky. Was, yeah, dude, like hey, I'm edgy, Jeez. right? No worries, man. Um, <laughs> and I used to go to West Hollywood and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I found my experience, I was much younger, I found it a bit soulless. Um, I understand why people find it soulless. Again, because of the friends that I have there, I have the most unbelievable new friendships, which are built on just common interests and like things that we love to do and shared interests and a group of boys who are just like my family over there. Yeah, but, it fe- but it does, it feels a little bit like LA is like, the currency is fame. To an extent, yeah, which is why it's hard to date. That's what there. it feels it's, like, right? It's tough to date there. Like, it's like if you're famous, it's, I'm sure it's an amazing place to live. If you're Harry Styles, great. You know, LA it seems like up. a yeah. fun, fun place. Yeah. If you're not, mm-hmm. then it, yeah, how do you date? For sure. Dating is hard. You, you have fun, but... Everyone's always looking for the next best thing. Really? So, yeah, and it's like is know, that why everyone's single? Pr- I, no wonder yeah. Leo DiCaprio, your friend, is like is like <laughs> no, don't single. Put that out there, yeah, it's, it's like next Daily Mail headline: yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio you are, best friends. You guys are buddies. Um, no wonder he's like whatever he is, and just just not because it's. I suppose it's just it's like everyone's just dating each other all the time. Yeah, and everyone is just. Uh, I, I don't say. Is everyone quite liberal? Like, it feel like liberal sexually and things like that. It feels like that's what happens. Yeah, it's all very liberal. Is it really? Yeah, like it's. it's, Again, it's a fun time to have fun. Mm. If, well, for me anyway. But looking for somebody 
to, you know, have more of a relationship with is, is tough there. I'm not sure I'm going to meet my wife and settle down in LA. But then again, who knows? Who knows? Dude, what, so what are you really, we talked about passion earlier. What are you really passionate about at the moment? I am in the process or, of launching a men's curly hair brand. Um, Hello. Called Wavy. And we just shot the campaign for it on Saturday with six people that we turned into models with curly hair. Um, and I'm beyond, beyond excited. One, because the men's curly hair market is completely underserved, if not non-existent. Really? And there's a community of guys that just want to be seen and heard. Two, because I've never found a product that works for me and I've developed a product that finally works for all types of curly hair. And three, because it's so fucking nice to do something of my own. Mm. Like, it's the greatest I've feeling. for a long time. I've worked with brands on social media. I've always helped boost somebody else's something, which I'm grateful for and I've loved doing if it's something that's aligned with me. But you uh, you know it better than anyone because you've built up candy mm. kittens to what it is, you know. That feeling on set the other day, when I turned up, we had hairstylists, stylists, all of this stuff. And we had, we did a casting call for everyday people with curly hair. We got over 600 people applied to be models, sent pictures of themselves, filled out this online form. We then managed to narrow it down to six people. That anxiety of whether they were even going to turn up because I didn't get any of their phone numbers. Stupidly, I was just communicating with them via email. Last email was a week before saying, here's the call sheet, turn up on this day. Watching these people arrive and like, oh my God, this is real. Then helping them shoot and like get comfortable in front of the camera and then seeing these images come to life mm. of this idea that I've had for so long finally it's start amazing. to happen is the most exciting thing. And so we When launched, you feel like you have control over your own destiny, right? Yeah. And the own image that you're putting out and just like understanding all that I've come to understand about brands and working in the industry and how things are marketed and bringing things to life, you know, it, and and I have curly hair. It's the most authentic thing I can possibly do because it's... Why is curly hair? Is curly hair difficult to manage? It's difficult to manage if you don't know how to manage it. It's difficult to find a product that works for you. And for guys, 99% of curly hair products out there are heavily targeted towards women. And they're pink and they're flowery and they're like girly and... I don't, I don't care, but really when it's sat on my bathroom shelf, you know, I want something that at least I look at and I'm like, oh, that's... You want, that's you cool. want something a bit more masculine, right? Like yes, in that sense. but girls can use it. It's got a more like gender neutral fluid color palette and it, I'm not going like mm. bulldog man and because that's, that's not me. But I'm, it was traditionally very skewed one way. Very skewed one way. Um, and we're launching with the men's, uh, the wavy everyday curl cream, one product, um, the the kind of hype on socials has been pretty crazy so far. And, and it's, that's what I'm super passionate about right now. Dude, I freaking love that. I want to get, I just, just before we go, I want to get deep. Okay. Because we, we started off deep. So let's, let's, let's finish deep. Um, what, what do you think that you, you know, you're going to, we said at the beginning, you're going to be on your porch when you're 90 years old. What do you want to look back and go like, yes, I did that. That's what I did. I'm so happy. I've done all of that. What, what do you think that would be? To have had a positive impact on people and inspired them and allowed them to realize or maybe, yeah, allowed them to realize that, you know, being a man isn't this one dimensional thing that 
society in the past has has made us think it is and you know it's okay to be who you are and you know be a sensitive guy or in touch with your emotions and creative and go out and get girls or guys or whatever it is but just like we're all feeling all being humans at the end of the day and i yeah just to leave a legacy where people felt like they connected to me and i connected to them I like that. So it's not to get back with Delilah. <laughs> that's just, what so, a way to end. That's just so unclear. Okay, got it. Dude, listen, um, I, I really appreciate you coming on, man. And, and just being open and vulnerable, that's just so epic. Um, I, go and check out all of EL's social medias. We'll leave all the links in below. We're going to also, we'll leave a link to your hair product because I imagine it'll be out. I hope so. I don't know when this is out, but I hope okay, so. Okay, well, so we're going to leave the links anyway. And you're getting married. So to, and I'm getting married. Congratulations. And thank you, man. I really appreciate that. Are you so, ready? Nope, not ready at all, but uh, I can't. Maybe. <laughs> is anyone ever? Don't think so. <laughs> it's the most, like, I always say yeah. this to her. I say, you're a stranger. I'm like, like, where were you when I was four? Like, you weren't there. Like, yeah, well, that would be kind of weird, right? It would be pretty weird. It would be pretty dude thank you so much i really appreciate it everybody we'll see you next week goodbye hope you enjoyed the show guys it's weird just speaking to the mic by myself um hey hope you enjoyed the episode um thank you so much remember you can go and check out the video on youtube as well if you want to go and do that and also go and check out our social media channels to see loads of the clips and videos Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.